Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Like he does in different area codes, like Luda and, and, and Nate Dog. But you know, 
in the building. Serious. What up, Serious? <laughs> what up, big homie? How we doing? Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the privilege to be at Holler, that's your boy, man, in different areas. Shout out to the homie Luda, you know what I'm saying, out there in the ATL <laughs> doing that thing. So, man, T.P. Thomas, what my guy, good to hear from you again. Uh, we got a lot to talk about this evening, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. I'll be dropping some bombs. I'll give you some hints and give you some gems, man. Buried and dropped a, a wonderful article about fantasy and stuff like that. Your boy's going to follow right up here in the next day or two and talk about some things. And then it's go time, man. So um, it's going to be fun to talk sports with you guys and see the nothing to work. Yeah, absolutely. I got to do my mock draft. I got to draft tomorrow. So I got to make sure, you know, the villain is, is set. You, how, you said your mock draft went pretty well, right? Serious, you did a pretty good – you you were mock. happy with how your lineup worked out, no? Yeah, that's actually not a mock. Those are actually a rule draft. I'm in 10 leagues this year. I managed to, I don't understand how I get stuck in these leagues, man, but I'm in, I'm in 10 leagues this year. <laughs> I had two – I had two drafts on Sunday that kind of ran simultaneously, so I'm on the laptop for one and the iPad for another one. And then the bulk of my drafts start next week. I got uh, two on. I got two more on Sunday, a couple more next Wednesday, um, and some more next Saturday into the first weekend in September, where I got uh, I got two the following Sunday and one on the fourth, and then. It's a rap is go time. So, yeah, the, the two that I talked about on my social media were actual guests, man. I'm very fortunate how that train fell for me, believe me. Very fortunate. Absolutely. It's, it's that time of year. It's draft season. So, yeah, thank you for for reminding me. I did put a couple up there talking some spades, you know, some people I would draft a little later, um, some sleepers that, you know, maybe you heard about, maybe you didn't. I don't know. I don't know how some of those guys you could consider a sleeper, but it's like kind of like, you know, in a for quarterbacks, if it's a deep league or it's a not-so-deep league, you know, you might not think they're a starter, but they hate and you might do some things. So, you know, check that out if you like. But, listen, uh, we'll get to football in a minute. Definitely want to talk AFC. Uh, that's going to be the lit uh, conference this year, in my opinion. But I definitely want to start uh, with a little basketball uh, news that came through yesterday. Um, around um, almost around lunchtime, uh, the big statement that came out uh, from the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, you know, Josiah basically saying, uh, you know, he ain't leaving. He ain't fucking leaving. Uh, Kevin Durant and everybody met, uh, you know, they all met in, uh, I think it was in, in L.A. or what have you. Uh, Kevin Durant, he, he's rescinded his trade request. He will be for the Brooklyn, all things are rosy. Uh, every everything is like they say they agree to move forward together. It's funny because when you read this, Steve Nash together with uh, Joe Asai, um, Clara Asai, I think his wife met with Kevin Durant and his agent in Los Angeles. We've agreed to move forward with our partnership. We're focusing on basketball one with one collective goal in mind, building a lasting franchise to bring a championship to Brooklyn. N- nicely wrote, written by them, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, TP, we talked about it last week. I think we all felt like um, he wasn't leaving. I, I think you said that, but um, I know I definitely said that, and, and we all got a little um, – we got <laughs> we just went in on it. But uh, your thoughts of Kevin Durant uh, t- taking off his uh, – 
no tr- his trade request and staying in Brooklyn. Um, there was a show right when I was younger. You know, late eighties, early nineties. It was like four brothers, one sister, and a group of other guys and and females as well. And they were all comedians. The name of the show was called In Living Color. And one of the comedians' <laughs> name was Damon Wayans, and he would bald his head and wear, like, this puffy little wraparound hairstyle around the side of his head and red hair and wore baggy clothes with size 42 shoes, and they were red, and he was hood, and he had a sock full with a tennis ball and said, homie, don't play that. Right? You hit him in the head. He <laughs> homie was a clown. You know what I'm saying? That is Kevin Durant, especially right now. That dude is a clown. Now, <clears throat> you threaten to leave. Then you threaten to get rid of Steve Nash to all come to a table and say, you know what? I'm pulling the trade off the table. Steve Nash ain't going to win you a championship this year. I'm sorry to say this. I don't care how talented you are. I could care less on how great you shoot the ball. Even if Kyrie stays there, I don't think Brooklyn wins the East, for, let alone to get to a finals or win the finals. Kevin Durant will be 34 this September. You're yeah. telling me you're going to waste another year with a guy that is not proven that he's been a coach at all. You saved him that first year where you hit that shot to force overtime. If your toe wasn't on the line, you were behind it, you would have hit a three, y'all would have went to the finals, so on and so forth. That could have happened. But you've seen that that didn't help you guys because you guys got swept off your feet. You're going to come back just to save face. All of this stuff that you do in the offseason ever since you left OKC has been tiring and annoying now. You are too good of a player to be worried about where I'm going to go or having trade demands or get this coach out of here. Like, who are you? Like, I, I don't care how this goes down. At the end of his career, he will never be top ten all time. Never. Never. Like, everybody else in front of him is cemented, including Steph Curry that got there, that I had to kind of, like, buy into on what Steph has done in his career at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, I, don't care, I can care less of what you do right now. You you are funny right now with everything that you're doing, team to team to team. I've never seen a superstar, like, could care less on where they go. There's nobody in his, his corner to, like, like, talk to him about, like, like being solid, being disciplined, or – Things like that. It's like you rather pout about it in the league. Like, that's why they're going to continue to be saying you're second or third or fourth in the league. Like, there's more players in the league that probably get more credit to do what they've done in their respective organizations. So, with that being said, I don't think Brooklyn wins the championship with Steve Nash being there. I think this is the season that the Brooklyn Nets will pull the the carpet from underneath his feet. If, if Steve Nash don't get to a finals, I can't let they get to an Eastern College final. If he gets to a, a finals, I think they'll save face. But anything less than that, they fall short. They're going to threaten to not only lose that coach, KD will probably leave, and if Kyrie's still around or not, you'll end up losing him, Kyrie, and Harden in a matter of two years. So this could be an all-for-not season if they don't get to the finals and win it. And, and I don't think Brooklyn is a team that wins the East, let alone go to the finals and win a championship itself. Interesting, interesting. I mean, a lot of people think on paper they're a solid team, but you know, it's on paper, and that doesn't that doesn't get you very far uh, after. Wait, solid? Um, serious? Say that again. 
solid how? Like ice cream or, or like uh, what kind of solid? Not like cinder block or like, like yeah, what, what type of solid? Honestly, like, solid, like, like, I don't, I don't you like, know, I don't like, I don't like soft, I don't like soft serve ice cream. So I, I actually like, like the solid Whoa. ice cream, you know what I'm saying? So you don't like if you're talking about that, then the, okay, the, I agree with the, you. But the, if you're talking about like solid, like, 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 if you're talking about like cinder blocks or like fire hydrant or something, like, I don't, I don't believe you. You need more people. Like I'm. I'm not buying that. Wait a minute. No, wait. The the soft serve, then you dip it in the ice. The, 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 okay, that's the, the only way you'll get away with it. If I get the chocolate soft serve okay. and All dunk right. it like that, okay, then okay. that's the only way you're getting away yeah. with that. But other than that, the, give me the, the, the hard The cherry stuff. one. The cherry one. No, you know my, bro- my brother ate the cherry. Bad. I will eat the chocolate. I, I do the chocolate, chocolate, okay. and go All crazy. Right. But other than no, All you're right. not going to give me soft serve. Oh, okay, I'm lying. I'll <laughs> eat a blizzard. I'll eat a blizzard. A blizzard. I do 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 a blizzard. I no, I'm, no, who's the, um, my bad, not a, oh, God. You know what I'm talking about. You're losing um, their names. How are they solid and you can't even think of their names? They're solid? Oh, you don't do that to me. That's not nice. I'm trying to give them the You can't even think, God. listen, listen, watch this. If they're solid, watch this. I'm going to challenge you. Name the starting five. I don't know the starting five right Crooked. now. Crooked. Thank Crooked. You. Thank you. Thank you. Shut and up, And you serious. said they're solid. Shut you don't up. even know the bully. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you don't even know the bully. He couldn't wait. He couldn't, he couldn't wait to just, just like, oh, dude, dude, dude. He couldn't wait. Hey, 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 hey. Poorly produced. Um, seriously. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got Mike in the, in the, on the queue. I'm going to bring him in in a second. But, seriously, give me your thoughts on, on Brooklyn and, and uh, Kevin Durant running him back for one year. Uh, I'm not buying it, to be painfully honest with you. I think this is really a, a situation where they tried to float his name out there where they made offers and, you know, they called around and they didn't get the return that they wanted. So they're going to have to come back, sing kumbaya, and, and make it work until an opportunity presents itself. I, I'll, I'll be literally shocked if Kevin Durant finishes the season in Brooklyn. I don't think he wants to be there. I've said this numerous times that he doesn't trust these matches. The coach TP just alluded to it uh, earlier this, this show. Um, everything that the Brooklyn Nets have done uh, up until this point has been with the idea of potentially moving on. You know, you, you, you bring in – Somebody like like the Steve Nash, who is Kyrie Irving's guy. You surround, you know, this ISO ball shooter mentality. Um, and contrary to popular belief, both Kyrie and Kevin Durant, you know, have championship DNA. I, I, I do believe that at some point in time, um, they they understand what it takes to to win a championship. The problem that the, I believe that they're both facing is neither one of them wants to play second fiddle to the other. You know what I'm saying? The main reason why Kyrie Irving right now isn't playing alongside LeBron James is because, in my opinion, he doesn't want to be Robin to somebody else's Batman. 
and, you know, let, let, let's keep it a buck. Kyrie went to Brooklyn first. You know what I'm saying? So, essentially, Kyrie Irving was supposed to be the savior of Brooklyn. Then, you know, they recruit get Kevin Durant over there and this and the third and think they're going to, you know, you know, NBA 2K it and, and, and run out there and, and green bubble people. Uh, no, you got you to step up and play defense. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and any resemblance of depth, any resemblance of a defensive-minded, you know, team went out the window when you hired Steve Nash. So, as I said before, um, I, 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 excuse me, I said this last week on, on this very network, I don't believe that Kevin Durant can walk into that locker room, but now that they have made it, you know, appeasable for him to, to show up in September and go through training camp in the second third, um, God forbid if they get off to a, a slow start. God forbid if Kyrie Irving decides to take one of his, you know, early season vacations to go off and, and find himself or, you know, work on his mental health or whatever uh, Kyrie does. And KD is left by himself there with, with a, you know, Ben Simmons who can't shoot. You know, Joe Harris is evidently coming back. But we all understand what his makeup is, you know. Uh, there's a friend of the program that always says your playing card is what your player card is. Um, so we know what Joe Harris is about. Um, God forbid that happens because this is just on the back burner. It's, it's going to eventually bubble. You know what I'm saying? Again, we've all been to church several times. My dad always said this and my grandfather said this before he passed away. Whatever is done in the dark will always come itself to the light. And there's going to be a matter of time before Kevin Durant and this stuff starts to percolate. Like, we, we, we ain't forget. Every time he steps in front of a, a microphone, it's some, some, some reporter or some, some columnist is going to bring it up. You know how many articles are going to be written between now and the time that it happens about Kevin Durant, you know, wanting out that Kevin Durant has a conversation with someone on the bench and he wants out. This is going to hang over his head, and, it, and, 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 and it's a cloud that Kevin Durant himself created. Out of, mm-hmm. out, of, out of malice. He curated this monster. And so the fact that they sat in a meeting and sat in a room in L.A. and had a come-to-Jesus moment is, 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 is baloney for me because I'm not buying it. Eventually, Kevin Durant will have to move because ultimately the, the heart wants what the heart wants and he doesn't want to be there. His heart's not there, so he's going to be gone in my opinion. You think Kevin Durant's going to be gone? Kevin, Kevin Durant has no leverage. He has no leverage. Here's the problem with that statement, okay? Understand that contractually, he has no leverage. But let me ask you a logical yeah. question, okay? If, if if you bring in Steve Nash, okay, and you bring and Kyrie Irving comes back, all right, and the one person that's causing the disruption wants to leave and you get some type of bomb package deal for him, then you move him. Like, this, 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 this is Tyree Kill in the NFL right now, in the NBA right now. This, this is a Tyree Kill situation. You know what I'm saying? Tyree Kill wanted more money. Tyree Kill didn't want to play in Kansas City no more. So Miami figured out a way to – can't figure out a way to get him to Miami. The same situation is going to apply here. They don't have any offers right now that that, that, that helped the Brooklyn Nets. Like, what are we going to do sitting in Miami? Miami's not going to help an opponent. They're going you know, they're not going to help each other out. What's going to happen, I honestly believe what's going to happen is something this season is going to pop off and the Brooklyn Nets are going to be like, you know what, F, I've had enough of this. 
Let's get him out of here. And I think that's what's going to happen. The coach the coach will go before that. The coach will go before before Kevin Durant goes. That's in, that's in my gut. That that's I I agree with you. It, it, something bad is is bound to happen, but mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin Durant did this to 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 get leverage for his boy to get him a max contract. And and Joe Sy called his bluff like, all right, fine, go go find a deal. And there was no deal to be made, like you said. Like there was nothing out there that you would get for a guy that's an MVP level candidate. Like Minnesota messed the game up clearly for everybody, uh, Donovan Mitchell included. But there was no deal that they could do that you could get equal equity without gutting your team completely. And nobody, no team, nobody would do that. So. Then you're right. That the contract is the problem. Why would you sign a contract? What's that? that? That goes to my point, Zolan. You know what I'm saying? The, the reason why they had this come down, to, you know, come to Jesus meeting, and, and they sat there in L.A. and come and figured out, hey, we're going to figure out how we can make this work, is because the deal that they wanted, nobody was willing to give them that. Because Minnesota right. shook the market up, they, they messed the money up. So again, I, I can't buy the fact that everything is all good. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't just a week ago. You know what I'm saying? So right. To borrow Jay Z line, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't buy it. <laughs> it was all good just a week. But I mean, like, why would you sign that stupid contract? Why? Like, if we all give. Um, you know, Kyler Murray the crap for the contract he he signed, but like, you you had your agent negotiate a contract, a four year extension without an opt out or without a trade, no trade. Like, there's no leverage that for the player in that deal. But this is a player's league. <laughs> the players rule the world; they control everything. But you let the, your player sign this stupid contract. I mean, listen, we, I could go ad nauseum with this. I gotta get get the calls, and I'm gonna bring Mike in first. Mike calling in, 615. What's up, Mike? Hey, man, I'm traveling back road to Texas. Can you guys hear me? Can you guys hear me? Barely. I mean, back road to Texas. What are you doing? Uh, I'm taking care of a family matter, man. So I'm on the road. Uh, Hold on, let me Absolutely, we hear you. How's that? Go ahead. Is let that me, better? Let me get your, let me get your Kevin Durant uh, take. And you're kind of, if you're in and out, you know, you might have to call back. No, I should be good now. Um, so okay. I, you know, the interesting thing is, um, like it or not, what's happened is, I mean, I agree. This is a lot of uh, clown stuff going on, but the interesting piece is. Um, He's got us talking about him. I mean, hmm. you look, we're right on the precipice of, free, of uh, preseason football. I mean, NFL season's right around the corner. Lots of things that we love to talk about on this show. And um, so he's the talk of uh, he's the talk of our show and the talk of a lot of places. And so how many uh, times do you see a team go out to a first-round sweep and still garner uh, this much attention on talk shows and the news and whatever else? Um, I I agree with the clown thing. I also think it's a little bit um, egotistical because it's his way of trying to be uh, relevant and still get attention. It's it's very pick me ish, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Pick me, pick me, and uh, you know they look like they might have a decent squad on paper, 
if Kyrie has uh, got his act together and with Vince Simmons on the court with Durant and Clax uh, in the middle and, you know, Curry and whoever else is on that team. But, you know, games aren't won, uh, championships aren't won on paper. They're won inside TV sets. And I don't think they're going to win it in anybody's TV set. So, uh, but hey, he, he's uh, he's got us talking. His name's on people's lips, and you know what they say. Sometimes, uh, in some situations, not all of them, but in some situations, even negative press is uh, better than no press, and you're being talked about. So, I'm not saying that I'm in favor of it. I think it's. Uh, I, I I agree that it's clownish. I agree that he's. Uh, uh, it, it's kind of ridiculous, but like I said, his name's uh, his name's out there in the air a lot. So, um, congratulations! You got everybody talking about you, not necessarily in the most positive way, uh, but at least you can uh, you can know every day or on a regular basis that you're getting attention. Maybe not the attention that you want, but hey, there you go. That, those are my thoughts right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he should be glad that they didn't let this drive into the season. He wasn't going to not Everybody knows he's about ball. Um, and, and, you know, people are kind of comparing it to the Kobe Bryant situation in 2007 uh, when Kobe demanded a trade out of L.A. and then took it, walked it back and then, you know, won two more chips uh, to cement his legacy. But, um, you know, Kevin Durant, if he would have left, you know, he everything, all the all – the, I don't even know if you could say goodwill, but everything he tried to accomplish by leaving Golden State to win his own chip in his way, being the guy on his team, would have been right out the window. And I think he knew that at the end of the day. I don't. I really don't feel like he he was even remotely serious about getting the chip. He just wanted his guy to get a get that contract. And like, I I don't know why you. I I don't know. I just don't feel like the trade request is realistic. I don't feel it was real. No, no, no. At the end of the day, I think the thing that I keep going back to is it's it's a slap in the face to this organization. Uh, you yeah. Know, they they gave him that contract. They paid him big money uh, because they said it's worth paying him even a year of not even being on the court while he comes back from the injury. It's worth taking. He's such a dynamic player that it's worth taking the risk that he will be able to come back. And we're going to pay him basically superstar money. Uh, and, and we know that like for the first two years, we're paying two years for one year's worth of production because we think he's that good. And then he's still kind of uh, he's still kind of jacking his organization around. It's a slap in the face to the organization. I agree that he'll never be top ten, and uh, as much as I as much as I respect his game, I think he's one of the best scorers we've seen before. Um, I, I, I disrespect him. I, I don't respect him as a human being. Yeah, and that's the that's the point. Like, like, I mean, I don't know about him as a human being. I don't know him personally. I, you know, I can say whatever I want, but at the end of the day, Kyrie Irving played more games for Brooklyn than Kevin Durant did, and he guaranteed his contract. To your point. They gave him the first year guaranteed, no no questions asked. You know what I mean? No questions asked yeah. it's off an injury that a lot of people don't come back the same. Like Chris Webber didn't, uh, Dominique Wilkins didn't. What's that? Let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase real quick. Human beings are a little harsh. I don't respect the way he handles his business. Let me say that. Okay. 
Okay. Now, and that's fair. And, and I'm going I'm to bring Chandler in in a second, but they they guaranteed a lot of his. They get guaranteed a lot of dough for a guy that you don't you didn't even know at that point. Let's we know now because he's been playing at an elite level in the NBA, in the Olympics, what have you. But at that point, when he tore his his uh, his Achilles, we didn't know if he was going to be the same player. And they gave him the money guaranteed. Take the year off. And this is how you re- – this is the thanks I get. Like, I feel like Dr. Dre. You know, I built this gangster, and this is the thanks I get? Like, come on, man. Like, he owed them more than that. But I got to bring in Chandler. I want to get Chandler's opinion because, uh, you know, the, it, it's heating up. It's heating up. Chandler, what's going on? Um, <laughs> you know, um, I'm sorry. Slapping the face through the organization. It's the same organization that was ready and willing to jettison their head coach and, and basically torpedo his career um, and then hire a coach who hadn't even coached his own kids mm. and then give DeAndre Jordan $40 million to be a zombie. So I, I'm not trying to hear about this. I'm trying to hear about the organization, okay, because they're just as culpable. They're equally yep. as culpable for the situation as the players are. Um, this is the only smart thing Kevin Durant has done the entire world season. The only way he is getting out of there is if he pulls James Harden, shows up out of shape, destroys the locker room, throws his teammates under the bus, all of that. Now, he could have done that. We've seen it. You know, we've seen Charles Barkley basically take a blowtorch to two organizations to get out of there, by the way. The same guy who likes to criticize him all the time. This is a guy who threw everybody in Philly under the bus to get out of Phoenix, to get out of Philly, and then went to Phoenix, and then when, and then when he didn't like the fact he was going to Phoenix, he took a blowtorch to that organization. So let's keep in mind that this ain't the first time this has ever been done in the history of basketball. This, is, this happens all the time across generations. All right? And some of these same... Uh, Four players who are who are torpedoing Kevin Durant did the same shit in their career. Let's be very clear on that. They did the same exact thing. So I'm, that's the part of it that's, that's a little upsetting me is I'm tired of hearing this 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 nonsense. Like nobody's ever done this before with Kevin Durant. Take the first great first player done this. Take the first great player done this. Take the first all fame player done this. Take the first all time great that has done this. This is how they do it. Now, I personally think they should have traded them to Sacramento. So I would send you to Sacramento and let you longer stay the rest of your career. I don't care if you destroy Sacramento Kings because they don't really exist anyway. They're terribly run. So who cares what happens to them, honestly? If they stayed out of the league, it wouldn't matter. But the only thing he could do was say, okay, you know what? I'm going to play this season. I won't be a distraction. I won't mess up other guys' careers in the pursuit of me getting what I want. And the 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 the, the refrain about him trying to get Kyrie a contract, he didn't ask for a trade until after Kyrie opted in. Because he doesn't want to play with Kyrie. That's exactly what I was going to say. He's si- that's exactly what I was going to say. He's just as sick of Kyrie. Yeah. He's just as sick of Kyrie as we are. Okay, and I think say, say that again. There, there comes say a point. The <laughs> there comes a point when, when, where you're not doing things correctly as an adult, 
okay, when you're being a child, and I'm just speaking from my experience, there's some moments of clarity that come. Then you start realizing, hey, you know what, I've been the clown here. I've been the clown. It ain't everybody else I'm pointing at. It's me. I'm hoping that this is a moment of clarity for him. He starts to realize that he's got a bad friend, so he tries to get away from him. He can't, okay? I have to live with the situation that I created for one season. Then Kyrie will be gone, and then we go from there. But the overall refrain about how terrible he is is bothersome. I guess it's simply because one of his main critics did this his entire career to go from organization to organization to organization. And I'm not even going to get into what Charles Barkley did in Houston. I'm not even going to get into that. Okay, mm-hmm. so can we stop with the world is ending his behavior thing? Can we stop with that, please? Because he ain't first. That's all I got. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. It's, it's, there's so many, there's so many, like I said last week, just because the owners are washing their hands in a different thing doesn't mean their hands aren't dirty in this. Like you said, they, they're, the, they're the ones that gutted this team to give Kevin Durant everything they want. They let him have free reign and be the, the player slash GM. It don't work. You know what I mean? These players that, that think they, they got all the power and they have all this leverage and they can, you know, make, call the shots, that ain't your job. That's not what you're supposed to do. And, you know, giving these guys power, how did that work out for you? The organization is a mess. It's a disgrace right now. You've got to come together and fix it because nobody wants to take on your crap. Nobody wants to, to fix your mess. Like who wants to, who's going to want to gut their team to take on uh, uh, Kevin Durant? Who wants to trade picks to get Kyrie Irving, a guy that might show up, maybe, if you pay him, or you give him another $200 million guarantee? Give me a break. Get one. But I, I want to ask this one question around the horn, then we can go to something else. But, like, Timeless, if you made a great point that it could go bad and, and at the end of the season, you know, if, if it doesn't go the way it's supposed to, where they're, they're going making a deep playoff run, um, Steve Nash could be out of the job. I, I feel like he's on the hot seat right now as soon as that press release was sent out. Do you think if the season gets off to a rocky start, the players don't listen or they're not buying in and they're not playing well, what have you, maybe they're 500, sub-500. Do you think Steve Nash not only is on the hot seat but could be looking for another job? Talking or on mute. I do it all the time. I was on mute a little while ago. The time was there? Timeless. It's me, Los Thomas. He lost Timeless. He's there. I know he's there. He, 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 he's got, having tech. I'm serious. I'll, I'll post it. broke up on me. It broke up on me. It broke up on me. There Y'all he can is. hear me? There, there he is. is. I got you. I got you. There he is. You gotta, we got to pay our bill, goddamn AT&T. I don't know what the hell to call it. But, uh, yeah, do you think do you think Nash is on hot seat before the season even starts, like in training camp? Like yeah, if this doesn't course, go well early, no brainer. Of course, he, of course, he be gone? of course, of course. Right. Without a doubt, he, he he didn't have any coaching credentials to get that job, but knowing that he was a no name to Dan Tony, that helped him get that job. And uh, for what they've seen in the past two years, and these are players that have some type of, you know, ground. I don't want to say leverage, but like the the organization does have to respect them, and uh, they're gonna move him. Even if, like, they lose bad or not, if they don't do well, he's going to be gone sooner or later. He's not going to be a 
a long-lasting coach like your Popoviches or things like that. That's that's I don't see that with Steve Nash, not one bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I listen. I feel like Mark Jackson is just waiting by the phone. Like I'll be ready. I mean, serious. Do you think? Do you think uh, he's on the hot seat? I don't think it's hot. I think it's simmering. Um, because again, <laughs> I honestly believe that the team had much rather move Kevin Durant if stuff goes south than to deal with the situation of replacing Steve Nash. I honestly think that the team doesn't want to deal with the Kevin Durant pandemic. I don't think. And the thing is, I think if I think if they move Steve Nash, I think he's going to be a a, a scapegoat, albeit. A, a qualified scapegoat based off of his credentials or whatever, but I think he's going to be a scapegoat. Um, but I, 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 I don't want to say he's hot. I don't want to say it's tomorrow. I, I just, I, I, I feel like there's candidates that don't have a job right now that are definitely a better option than, than Nash. And, and he might be a good coach down the line at some point. I don't just, I just don't think this is the, 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 the situation for him to succeed. I just don't see it unless they play out of their minds. I mean, Mike, what do you what do you think? Do you think Nash is on the hot seat? If you're talking on mute, Have we I got think, phone difficulties. I think I, I I think Mike may be driving through the back road of Texas somewhere. Backwoods, the backwoods of Texas. Chandler, where's that? Who's that? Who's that? We got him. <laughs> No, that's right. I thought we had somebody. Oh, backwards. Yeah, he, back, he, he bounced on me. He bounced on me. He bounced on me. I don't know. Texas is a big state, man, so there's a lot of backwards out there. But, Chandler, do you think Nash is on the hot seat? I think his seat is ice cold. I think his seat is really? ice cold. I think what Kevin Durant did brought him not only this season but next season. Because here's the piece. Wow. The owner came out and said, I fully support the organization and the coaches. Right. Now, you get to the, go to the All-Star break and the team isn't performing well. Normally, yes. Overmatched coach who shouldn't have a job, you fire him. And you bring in an experienced voice. But you can't. Because otherwise, all you really did was delay acquiescing to Kevin Durant. That's the appearance. That's the appearance. And remember, appearances is all that really matter in this game. Appearances. So in order to appear that we're establishing a culture, we ain't going to be run by players because this is what the owners want other owners to do. He's got to keep Steve back, not only this season, but into the next season, okay? Then if the All-Star break, the following season you can fire him. But Kevin Nash, Steve Nash has to coach this entire season. And here's the other piece to it. Kevin Durant cannot allow those players to not listen to him because mm-hmm. – Again, it is all going to fall back on KD. If the players go against Nash, and let's be clear, Nash is overmatched. He shouldn't have the job. We don't get that. Okay? But this is where your best yeah. player is supposed to stand and say, listen, I don't give a dog on what's happening. He's the coach. We're going to follow him. And y'all going to fall in line. So this season is going to be really interesting to me because these are the things that should happen. Kevin Durant must take control of that locker room. Kevin Durant must be the flag bearer with Steve Nash. The organization has to keep Nash. That would be the mature, responsible, smart thing to do. Will they do it? Probably not. But that's what should happen. 
I mean, he, he, listen, we all thought Eric Spolstra didn't deserve that job in Miami, and he's still there, and he's a hell of a coach, right? Ty Lue, people didn't think he deserved to take over when um, – I can't remember his name um, – was fired midway through the season. He He's in L.A. David now, and he's a heck of a coach. He, yeah, David Blatt. I couldn't remember his name. Thanks, Jerry. But, I mean um, – Nobody thought Ty Lue deserved that job. They thought it was a hand-me-down. We thought he was a puppet. This, it turns out this guy's a hell of a coach and, and, and probably should be the coach in Brooklyn. Uh, I think I think Durant wanted him, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, listen, the jury's still out on Nash. I feel like he is on the hot seat because of the talent. Um, even though they haven't been a, together on the court enough, they haven't, they've never had Ben Simmons on the court Um there's enough talent there and they got to get, they got to buy in right away with all the drama that's been going on. Uh, they, they can't afford to get off to a slow start. They really can't. I don't know their schedule. I don't care. They need to win games. They, they're, you know, the, the Vegas odds has increased. They should be able to win games. So 40 minutes on Kevin Durant. That's, that's what happens, man. That's what happens. Call in number nineteen nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Uh, Callers Cookout, The Villain, Timeless, the, the Hero, Sirius, Aaron Simmons, The Steelers fan, Harvey somewhere in the backwoods of Texas driving in his pickup truck. I don't know what he's doing, but it, Harvey, if you're there, you, you watch know, your you, mouth. You watch your mouth. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I thought, what happened, man? What happened? Oh, man. I thought you, we thought we lost you. Uh, and we got Chandler in the building talking to some hoops. So I, I got to shift to football. Um, so we talked about the NFC. We had some good conversation. What's that? I just said, thank God. We switched to football. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Football is upon us. Uh, not a lot of news coming out yet. Um, you know, a couple. You know, we got a couple injuries uh, coming down. Uh, Thibodeau um, avoided disaster. Only a, a MCL. Uh, I think it was a sprain. So he'll he'll miss three to four weeks. Uh, Chase Young, I think Sirius had sent it in. Um, I sent a message that he's going to be stylized at least the first four weeks, uh, I think, with his knee injury. Um, but hopefully it's not that serious. They're saying Gallup will not start season on the pup list. So that's encouraging news for the Cowboys, especially with the loss to their receiver, uh, Washington, not too long ago. So, um, you know, that's essentially what's been coming down the pipe as far as news. Tom Brady's back at practice. The world can stop crying about uh, A.B. Uh, and Antonio Brown complaining that Tom Brady's not there. I mean, I don't know if anybody wants to. I really don't want to talk about it. It's, it's, it's a non-starter for me. Uh, I'd rather just get into the to the AFC, uh, which to, in my mind is the is the better division and got a lot. Of, it's a deep division, a lot of good teams out there. But um, TP. Um, I'll start with you. I, the, the AFC, what's the biggest storyline you, you, you can find in the AFC with all the teams out there? The AFC West looks loaded top to bottom. Um, the Central is pretty good. The East with the Bills looking to get their third straight uh, di- division title. Um, don't, don't, say it all. don't say it all. Don't say it all. Don't say it all. <laughs> I'm trying to set you up because you said I ambushed you last week. Like, it was an ambush where I put you on the spot. Yeah, but there's another ambush. What are you going to do? It's going to be wah, 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 wah. Wah, 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 w
Um, if anything, I'm 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 putting the fire out here right now. Here here comes the blaze. Buffalo Bills are bust in the AFC. Buffalo Bills what? are bust. With, with all the potential they got, with all the, all the potential they got within that offense, and then all of this, Allen this, Allen that, he he can't be the one keep toting the mail. He led the league in rushing yards per attempt. He can't keep doing that. They got to find another way. They got to, they got to. So um, I know there's other teams out there. They're a favorite. They're they're a favorite to go out there and get it done. They are a favorite to go out there and get like, it done. I like Buffalo. I, I do. I think. I think. The, losing a receiver uh, like Emmanuel Samuel and, and Cole Beasley might be tough, but um, I feel like they're the most talented team, um, top to bottom in the AFC. But you know, I, that's interesting. I mean, uh, Chandler, I'll come to you, Chandler. What do you, uh, what do you, what 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 intrigues you the most about the AFC right now? The fact that the Jets will be. Uh talking about which quarterback they're going to draft in this next season's draft, and Zach Wilson is trash. Um, you, know, you know I had to get the obligatory shot in there. You know I had to get that in there. There you go. There um, you go. Now, that, now, now that I got that off my chest. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't stand the organization. Um, I know. I, you know what? I, I disagree. I think I think Denver's going to be good, but I think – that um, I think the most interesting team in the AFC for, for, for me is going to be Oakland because I don't believe Josh McDaniels is a good head coach. I don't think he's a good head coach, and I don't see why he got another shot. Um, and I think Oakland, everybody's picking Oakland, you know, be really good in this and that. I Las think Vegas. Oakland struggles to win seven games. Las Vegas, Las Vegas. I do it all the time. Okay, Las Vegas. Yeah, Oakland. <laughs> Las Vegas. The Oakland Raiders. You do it on purpose. Struggled to win seven games. Okay, they were Oakland when I was growing up. They still Oakland to me, but no, I think they struggled to win seven games. Um, and I think that they're going to blame Derek Carr. They're going to blame everybody but Jeffrey Daniels because they want him to be this wonder kid, and he's not. So that's the team that's most interesting to me because I think they, I think they uh, spectacularly crash and burn. We'll see. I mean, somebody has to, right? Like I was looking at over unders and it was like somebody has to because it, it, the, 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 the 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 whole conference is so deep. People are like, I feel like they're forgetting about the Titans. I feel like they're forgetting about the Colts a little bit. I mean, the Steelers should be solid. The the Browns are talented. I mean, you, they they got quarterback issues. We can get to that. Uh, Cincinnati, hey, they just won the whole AFC last year, and they they started to rebuild that offensive line. It's like, but somebody's got to lose, right? Somebody's got to. You know, they all can't be good. They all can't win ten games. Serious. I mean, what I mean, what intrigues you the, um, about the about the AFC this year? Like, what what what's interesting? What stands out to you? <laughs> There's a couple of things that stand out to me. I I I, I don't want to shy away from it, you know, but I am the regular Stella fan, so obviously the situation going on in Pittsburgh with the quarterbacks and how uh, the Steelers now transition from Big Ben to Mr. Trubisky, and ultimately when do they eventually hand the keys over to 
uh, Kenny Pickett to, to steer that ship. Um, that That's the one storyline. The second storyline, obviously, I could actually do this whole thing in my division, in my division alone if I need to, but the second storyline, obviously, is Cincinnati going to be able to now uh, play well as being the hunted instead of the hunter. You know what I'm saying? You 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 climb to the king, the top of the mountain, you know, winning the AFC, you know, catching some 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 bounces and some things, and you caught lightning in the bottle. Now everybody's gunning for you, including the vaunted Buffalo Bills, who 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 you know are many favorites to, to win the whole damn thing this year. So is Cincinnati going to be able to uh, play well and uh, you know? dominate with the, with the first-team schedule. Uh, the next thing, obviously, what the heck is going on with the Baltimore Ravens? Um, they still do not have a legitimate receiver. I'm not buying Richard Bateman. Um, is Isaiah likely really going to be a thing right now in Baltimore, or is everything still going to run through the running game of Lamar Jackson and, you know, the exploits of Mark mm-hmm. Andrews? And the, the the Cleveland Browns that that storyline writes itself. I don't even need to, to, to go there with that. Um, if you want to flip over to the AFC East, um, obviously, what's going to happen with the Miami Dolphins? You know what I'm saying? You make a big splash and bring in two and, and bring in uh, Tyreek Hill, um, and you pair him with with Tua and Jalen Waddle, um, and so all. all all the markings of a, a somewhat decent offense are there. You know, mm-hmm. you got 40 different running backs to toast the rock. You know, who's going to be your bell cow running back? Um, is Tua Tagovailoa going to really eliminate the excuses and, and, and morph himself into a quarterback that is somewhat respected um, and somewhat, you know, relevant? Um, so that, that's a question there. Uh, obviously, the Jets are going to be the Jets. I'm not going to waste my time there. The Buffalo Bills are expected to win the division, win the conference. I'm not going to waste my time there. Um, can a receiver in the New England Patriots uniform please stand up? Is, is that possible? Okay. I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Again, I, 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 I could take up the rest of the show doing this, going conference by conference, but I got I got an article to write, which I'll probably do that in. But ultimately, man, there are so many different question marks around this AMC. I, I think the, the Las Vegas Raiders is, is, is a very interesting one, being as though I'm not a big fan of Josh McDaniels either. Um, and I honestly believe that, you know, if, if they start off slow, if they start off slow, I, I, I don't expect them to fire McDaniels. I expect them to make some significant moves. I, you know, you, you release Kenyon Drake um, – because you believe in Josh Jacobs, you you you, you have Amir Abdullah in, in the building. Who, of all people, TP Town is all about Amir Abdullah um, and, and what he was able to not do in Detroit. So I'm not sure why you get rid of Kenyon Drake for Amir Abdullah, but I I digress. See, this is a maturation of the stupid decisions that Josh McDaniels makes. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if, if, if you're gonna protect. And, and, and handcuff, I'm using the fantasy football term, if you're going to handcuff your running back, you know what I'm saying, and have somebody viable behind him just in case Josh, just in case Josh Jacobs goes down, then why would you not keep Kenyon Drake, a guy who has been a, a formidable running back in this league, in your system, and, uh, uh, you know, able to be serviceable, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
and I, I'm gonna stop at this. I think Denver. I think Denver wins the division. I, I believe that the Denver Broncos have been a quarterback away for a while, and I honestly believe that with Russell Wilson there, I think competition breeds good competition. Um, you know, the Chargers are gonna be formidable. The the Chiefs are gonna be formidable. Um, you know, and so I, I think Denver goes ahead and wins this division because I just believe that at the end of the day, I trust Russell Wilson and his accompaniment rather than I trust Patrick Mahomes and his accompaniment. It's not a knock on Patrick Mahomes. I do not want to have a war with people saying, you know, seriously, it's Patrick Mahomes. I just think that the team in totality is a little bit better constructed right now than the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, I keep it moving, but for the sake of time, I stop there. Well, thank you, Sirius, for giving us a full AFC uh, preview. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know if you missed anything. Did you miss anything? I don't know. But I, I listen. I, 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 I don't know. Denver, Denver lets them cook. If Denver lets them cook, you know, we'll see. But I think that, that division is just too deep. I think it's way too deep for, for, for that. We'll see, though. It's going to be fun. Um, Mike, I think you're back. Uh, hopefully, we got a good sig. Uh, sig on your beep. Sitting in deeper, yes. <laughs> but uh, you're here in the building. What 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 intrigues you about the AFC? What do you like out there? You coming in? You're going to change. I'm sorry, I didn't hear the name. Cut out for a second. I mean, just talk to me, AFC. What what storyline are you looking at that interests you the most? What's intriguing you about the AFC? A lot of good teams out there. Uh, so I think this is put up or shut up for Denver, right? The, the talk's been there a quarterback away, so now you have one. Let's see what you can do with it. Um, so I'm curious to see what Denver can do. Um, I am also intrigued to see how in the world this is going to work with uh, Tennessee, uh, with uh, Tannehill doing Ryan Tannehill things, and you trade away your best receiver. So uh, if Matt Ryan has a decent year with Indianapolis, uh, we know what Jonathan Taylor's production is going to be, but I think that, uh, you know, if Michael Pittman steps up and has a decent year, uh, can the Colts rise to the top in the South? So um, I think it's still Kansas City's division. To me, you got to knock them off before I start picking against them. Uh, but mm-hmm. the two teams that I'm really the – I guess three that I'm the most curious about, um, the put-up or shut-up for Denver, can the Colts uh, rise to the top of the South without – you know, with Matt Ryan now at the quarterback position, because I do think that uh, one through 53 is probably a deeper, uh, a more talented roster than Tennessee, though uh, Tennessee has the scariest running back in the league <laughs> by far, in my opinion. And then um, what is uh, what is the second chase? Uh, what is the second act of uh, Jamar Chase and Act 2.5 of Joe Burrow look like? Uh, and then, you know, if he continues to build some chemistry with, uh, you know, T. Higgins and they get a little bit more improved line play, and he's thinking, um, do we see some improvement there? So can Cincinnati repeat in the north? Uh, those are the three things that, uh, from those divisions, I, I feel like, uh, to your point, the wide receiver core in New England when they mentioned uh, – you know, when we're talking about Devontae Parker again, uh, that tells you uh, how uh, thin 
that receiving core is. So, to me, I think that uh, Buffalo is one of the most likely division winners in football. I think they've done some things to improve their roster. Um, and so I, I think they're, if I'm rating probability of teams to win their division, uh, Buffalo is, to me, one of the, I'm not going to say locks, but one of the most sure bets to be a division winner to me. Um, so I'll be watching for those three things and those three teams that I just mentioned in the other three divisions. Yeah, I mean, listen, to be the man, woo, we got to beat the man. And Kansas City, um, they're the best in that division. They've been holding it down for, for quite a while. So um, hey, there's Mountain, been Barry, some, you know some heavyweight contenders now. What's Space that? Space Mountain, it's the oldest ride in the park, but it's still got the longest line. Woo! <laughs> yeah, oldest ride, longest line. Woo! <laughs> yeah. You know you're talking to? Talking to the Rolex wearing, jet flying. Lip- yeah, I, I could be, I could be here all day with that and this because nothing, nothing makes me happier than listening to. I spent more on spilled liquor. You made all yet. Yeah, nah, I can do it. But um, listen, it's a lot. It's, it's just a, it's a deep conference, and you know, I almost forgot about like what series of the Ravens. They're a good team. Like there's going to be good teams. Everybody's poo pooing on the Jets. You know things break their way, you know, they can win a game or two. <laughs> I got that from Chandler. Um, but no, listen, it's, 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 it's a deep, it's a deep conference. There's a lot of good teams, but somebody has to lose. I mean, I mean, TP, I mean, who, who, who are you looking at there as a team that we're not talking about that people aren't thinking about that could sneak up on somebody. I don't know how you can sneak up on anybody in this, in this conference. Well, who could sneak up on somebody and make some noise this year in the AFC? <laughs> this is a real tough question. Um, the one that I really look at right now is if the receiver core can play alongside Derrick Henry and them, because they still have him. Um, as much pressure I'm putting on Tannehill, I don't like him at all at the quarterback position, but he's been able to get them to give him two different $100 million contracts in the NFL. This is his put-up-or-shut-up year, too, so – now you're going to have to do it without Julio, AJ. They said it was you instead of Derrick Henry. They gave you all of the money. <laughs> you got to show up with what you got in front of you. Derrick is probably going to give you – I don't even want to jinx him. I'll, just, I'll give it a big window. Anywhere from 1,200 to like 1,800 yards. Like I don't want to put another 2,000 on him, even though I feel like he can do that. But I just want to be fair mm-hmm. with that number. You have to be able to be the other end of the stick for him. Because it can't just be Derrick Henry and then you get the uh, the accolades. They keep the light on you. No. So I feel like that defense is okay. Vrabel does a good job of coaching. Uh, their offense is what they want it to be right now. They got rid of a good amount of weapons. I think Tennessee can still keep their their you know their head in the rear view on a lot of these teams. They can still pull out a lot of these wins up against teams that they could be 50-50 balling against. So I think Tennessee could be a team that can sneak them. I don't think that they can because of the pressure that I put on Tannehill. Yeah, I just don't believe in him. And, you know, I don't think Willis is ready yet. Um, yeah, You're right. Everybody says he was the problem. And, you know, he had an awful playoff. You know, I mean, like, he threw that he threw that playoff again, away uh, against the – how do you get almost eight sacks and you lose that game? And, and a lot of people will say because of Tannehill, right? So – it's it's interesting. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 
uh, Mike, I'll go to you, Mike, real quick. Uh, who do you think? Who do you think could sneak up on somebody in this AFC, this deep AFC uh, conference? Well, the interesting thing to me is I'm gonna go with a team that I think could finish last in their division. But I, you know, listen, Mike Tomlin is a phenomenal football coach. Uh, never mm-hmm. had a losing season. Has has been uh, very effective in this league for a long time. Um, and so on paper. You can make a case for this team finishing last in this division, but Mike Tomlin has found a way to get it done year in and year out. And so I don't think that they will be there, but I think that uh, I think Pittsburgh could win more games than, than even I think by the end of the year. Pittsburgh's got an interesting quarterback uh, dilemma, Serious. I mean, they got three quarterbacks, one of them that you said will be traded um, by the end of the offseason. But Pickett looks good. Um, Trubisky, you know, he's a veteran. He's looking good. He's playing pretty well. Steelers still got that defense, you know, with both, you know, with the boys. I mean, I mean, serious. I mean, obviously your your boys, you would you would obviously pick your Steelers. But I mean, what other what team out there in the AFC you think could sneak up on some people? You know, it's funny you mentioned that. You know, I I, I didn't want to really put on the Homer hat, so I'm not going to. But a team that I really want us to keep our eyes on, and it's going to garner a lot of chuckles, and I'm for the chuckles. That's the Jacksonville Jaguars. And here's That's what. the other team I'm going to Go ahead. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and here's why. You know, you have a second-year quarterback in, 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 in Ty Law there, you know, said Trevor Lawrence, whatever. Uh, you get Travis Etienne back. You spend a crap ton of money um, yep. this offseason bringing in people. But I honestly believe that the biggest move that they made was bringing in Dougie Peterson. And here, here's why. Yep. Dougie Peterson made a living with this RPO-style offense. Okay? And if you look at how – Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and company worked well when they were in Clemson. It was with this RPO-style offense. And so I'm not saying that they're going to win the division, although the division is up in the air because I'm not believe, I'm not trusting any one of those four teams to win a division. I don't care if Derek Henry's playing running back. Um, so the division, in my opinion, is up for grabs. Um but I'm not expecting them to make a deep playoff run, but keep an eye on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think they're going to be significantly better than most people are predicting them to be. I think they're a solid coach in there and, and, and with a healthy Travis Etienne um, and, and, and some good luck. This team may, you know, bump their toe and get six, seven wins, and that's more than what people are expecting them to get currently. Yeah, I don't see them, like, being, like, you know, head of the pack and all that stuff, but they could sneak up on you if you don't, you don't take care of them. You know, Marvin Jones, he he's a capable receiver. They get Travis Etienne back um, off of you know that that foot injury. Um, Trevor Lawrence will finally have a competent coach. We all know that you know I, that guy that will remain nameless. I'm not even gonna say his name. He was a disgrace last year. Um, bringing in a coach like uh, Peterson that has a track record and, you know, has done it before and, and worked with some good quarterbacks is, is a, is a good way to go. And, and it's not terrible. It's not 
not out of the realm of possibility to think that he can he can do something some damage out there in, in Jacksonville. Chandler, I mean, who do you who do you think is going to sneak sneak up on some people? And I think I I think he dropped. I think he did. Um, who do you think is going to sneak up on people this year uh, in the AFC, Chandler? Um, yeah, I did. I forgot I had my earpiece in. I want to scratch my ear. That's always fun. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's, I think it's been about 10 years since Jacksonville was good, so they're due for a good season. I'm not a big believer in Trevor Lawrence. I wasn't a believer of his in college. I think he was overhyped and overrated. Um, I don't think he was the best quarterback in this draft class, but he's a good quarterback. He's not some next generational So I think they'll be better, obviously, with a good coach. Um, so I, they can win anywhere from six to eight games, I think. And I think that would be tremendous, considering they were dumpster fire the past few seasons, even before uh, uh, Clown from Ohio came. So you got them. I, I think that Malik Willis will be the starting quarterback by week 13. Um, I think he's going to be the starting quarterback. I do. Because even though he's not great at getting off his first read, been running, um, if you think about what Tennessee does, right, if you think about what they do, that's kind of really all they want the quarterback to do. Either cut, you know what I'm saying, get get it to the open guy, give you some short passes, don't turn it over, and all those fails, just get some positive yards and run. He can do that. Um, you know, the coach, Brady, Brady, he wants to be a ball control offense. You can't get more ball control than the quarterback who runs every, who runs two out of every three plays. You can't get more ball control than that. So I think, honestly, I think he's a starter by week 13 because I think we've seen the best of, of Ryan Tannehill. I think we've seen the best version of him, and he's hit his ceiling. Um, it's, it's funny because there's a couple of teams in the AFC, like I think Cincinnati is going to fall backwards because yeah. I think it was serious that said it. It's different being the hunted than the hunter. And you got a lot of guys. Keep in mind, we were calling their coach a clown before Joe Burrow got there. Their coach was right. literally a clown before he got there. Think about some of the things he did as a head coach before Joe Burrow got there. And now suddenly he's what? He's smarter? No, he's the same guy. I don't believe in that coach. I don't believe that he knows how to prepare that team for the expectations that come with being good. See, being good is is fine. It's easy to be good. It's not easy to be good when people expect you to be good. And it's even harder to be great when people expect you to be great. That's a lot, especially if you've never had to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they caught lightning in a bottle. Look at some of the games they won. Um... They're about to go through the crucible now, so we're going to find out a lot about the head coach. I believe the quarterback is more than capable. It's the rest of the team I'm worried about. It's the Joe Mixons of the world. Um, you know what I'm saying? When have we ever seen Joe Mixon handle success well? We haven't. You know, going back to college, we haven't seen him handle success well. A lot of guys on that team, we haven't seen him handle success well. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm not a believer in Kenny Pickett. I'm not a believer in Mr. Trubisky. Um, I think, listen, Mike Tomlin, his team is going to be at least 500, all right? We know that. I think they'll probably win mm-hmm. nine or ten games um, simply because it's Mike Tomlin, period, end of story. I don't believe in any quarterback on that roster. Um, I personally wish that Dwayne Haskins hadn't gotten killed because I think – I don't think they draft Kenny Pickett if Dwayne Haskins is still on that roster. I think he was going to get a real shot 
I think she had grown up a lot. So Pittsburgh and that and that, you know, and listen, I told you I think we're always going through the Super Bowl, so that's where I'm with that. But it's interesting because the AFC sucks. The AFC sucks. Uh, the Central is meh, and it's the AFC West when you think about it. Three teams are coming out of that West. You're going to get at least one team out of the Central, maybe two, and then one team out of the East. And I, I think it's going to be Buffalo, but Buffalo loses in, in the, the championship again. So that's what I got for the AFC. Wow, no faith in Buffalo, Chandler. No faith. I, oh, my God. Dude, they, I think they listen, got the talent. They, their coach, the offensive play call is gone. All right? Their head coach, okay. Um, Listen, there's a reason Brian Damo said, yeah, I got to go. Okay. All right. That's fair. Like, you're closer to it than I am. But I think Ken Dorsey will do a good job, right? He's the, he's the new offensive coordinator, right, in, um, in Buffalo? Um, really? Really, Ken Dorsey? Ken Dorsey, the guy who, yeah, the guy who, who barely won at Miami, okay? The guy who barely won at Miami with a loaded team, right? That Ken Dorsey? Yeah, okay. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Nah, listen, um, I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo is is is, is a good team. I, I, but I, like, listen, I think the team that is a sleeper, and I don't know if anybody agrees or disagrees, I'd love to hear it, but I, I, I really think the Colts can do some damage. They got the best running back pound for pound in the league. Um, I think it's a, it's something that Matt Ryan hasn't had in in, in his career in a long time, a, a good running game to lean on. Pittman is coming. I think he's a good receiver. I don't think he's a great receiver, but I think a, getting a good quarterback behind him is going to do wonders for him. Get ready, getting rid of Carson Wentz, a guy who threw the, the season away at the end of the season last year, to a guy like Matt Ryan, who is pretty steady and, and can still can do some things. I think it's a, it's a, I don't think they're, a, I don't think they're a team that's going to win like 11 games, but I think they're a dangerous team. They still got a good defense out there. Uh, and, 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 uh, in, in Indianapolis, um, I like, I like them. I, I, I really do. I think they got some good stuff going on out there. So, but the AFC is, is like, like, like I, I feel like it's just loaded. And, and there's, there, I think you guys make a great point with Cincinnati um, their over-unders at nine and a half. They were 10-win team last year. I think they take a step back. I don't think it's a, a significant step back because I still think Burrow is a really good quarterback, and they got, they're got loaded offensive weapons. T. Higgins, um, you know, Jamar Chase. Like, they got they got weapons on weapons. They're a loaded team. But I just feel like, you're, to your guys' point, you're right. It is hard to be hunted, it, and it, you, they're not sneaking up on anybody. There's people circling that game on their calendar because they know this Bengals are coming to a town, and they're a good team. So you know they're going to get everybody's best shot, and it's when you're getting everybody's best shot, so um, that's going to be very interesting. But you know nobody's talking about the Texans, and for good reason, <laughs> right? <laughs> like we can move on from that. But um, oh no, wait, you know, wait, 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 wait. Lovey Smith is a hell of a coach. He's a hell of a coach. Yes, he is. And we watched David, what the hell was his name? David Cully? Cully? Is that his name? Yes, yes. The previous coach. We watched him win some games they shouldn't have won. Um, Lovey Smith is a really good coach. I would not be surprised if the Texans won seven games. It's simply because of Lovey Smith. 
he does not get the credit he deserves for being as good a coach as he is. Sorry about that. Now, and I'm glad he got a job. I'm glad he's back. I think he's a really he is a really good coach. I think he gets a bum rap. I'm just glad he's back. It didn't work out in Chicago, um, but I think he did a solid job. We were the Illinois uh, for college for a couple of years, you know. So, um, you know, yeah, solid coach. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he he got hired. Um, don't know what what Houston was was thinking last year with that kind of. I don't even know why they hired him, but I feel bad for the guy. But at least he's getting paid for it. Um, yeah, but you know the, the 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 Texans and the Jets. I don't expect them to make a lot of noise, but I agree. I think Pittsburgh is a is a, is a sub 500 team. They will find a way to to win nine games this year. They will find a way to win at least nine games this year because Mike Tomlin is the best coach that nobody really talks about. But they do. But I don't think they they really understand how good a coach he is. Like I saw that video series. You probably saw it too of him at camp with, and he saw, I guess he saw kids fighting outside and he brought them in and to stop the fighting and had them running drills with the running backs. Like that's the kind of guy that just tells me everything I need to know about Mike Tomlin. He's, he's a great coach, but he's a good person and he's a motivator. You know what I mean? So that's why people can play for him. That's why, you know, you don't really hear a lot of bad things about him. So, um, I think it, uh, maybe the Steelers are a team that could sneak up on people because people aren't thinking about that quarterback situation. Um, but yeah, I like the Colts too. But um, I'll, I'll bring in I'll bring in Ralph. So I saved it for the NTP. So I gave you some time to think about it. One one team. If you if you had to pick one team to come out of the out of the AFC and represent in the Super Bowl, where is the Super Bowl this year? Um, it's. Um, where is it? I, I think it's in the world. It's in the toaster. I think it is. I think it's in the toaster. Okay. All right. Oh, that's interesting. So if we had to pick one TP timeless to 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 to, uh, to represent the AFC, who do you got? Um, I, I really can't run too far from Buffalo right now, man, because they got a defense that got to prove that they were number one last year. They were number one in the league, but uh, you got to look at the teams that they did play. So it's like. They got to come out here and make some type of magic to at least say top 10, top 15. And uh, their offense has to turn the corner, man. They've been through everything. They've been the AFC championship game after AFC championship game, running into Kansas City, and something crazy is always happening. This is their time. They they got to step up and make it happen. And not only that, try to get over the hump and not love losing Super Bowls. So I, I feel like this is Buffalo's turn. I, like I said, in Vegas, they're one of the favorites out there in the AFC. Uh, the other one I look at right now would probably be one of the AFC West teams. And I really feel like it could be Mahomes a threat again, but it depends on if that team don't take a, a step backwards after losing Tyreek. If they're still clicking with Andy Reid's mind, it'll be interesting. I still feel like the Chargers could pose a threat out there in the West. I think it's between them two, to be honest even though I feel like the Raiders did make a big uh, move getting Devontae. But uh, without any further ado, I got to go with the, the team that people say love losing the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with them. You know, if we get any type of games like we got last year from the AFC in the playoffs, then I'll be happy. That was some great football we saw every week. It was something something to watch. It was it was unbelievable. So I, I, I agree. I like Buffalo. Um, Chandler, who do you like? I know it's not the Jets. But you know you can you can say the Jets if you want. <laughs> yeah, I would never say that. Baltimore, um, Lamar Jackson, all the Lamar Jackson slander, all the slander. Y'all think he ain't hurt it? 
He heard it. He heard every bit of it. Oh my God! I just threw another interception. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's Baltimore. Um, they're healthy. I I like the receiving core that they have. I like the kid Bateman. I think he's going to be fine. And listen, Lamar Jackson is betting on himself. I like that. The fact that he's not afraid. That he ain't just willing to take whatever the first dollar like everybody sells him to take. It's it's about to get ugly. For people, everybody talking about he needs to be a wide receiver. He's not a quarterback. He's just an athlete. Okay. We'll see y'all. We'll see y'all in whenever the hell the Super Bowl is. February, March, whatever it is. Hey, listen, I, 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 listen I'm, I agree. I feel like the slander against Lamar Jackson is it's just unwarranted. I don't know if it's a black-white thing. I don't know what it is. Um, but, like, people forget, like, this guy, he did win an MVP, and he didn't just win it for no reason. Like, the guy can play. I mean, he may not play the way you want him to play, but he wins. And when he wasn't in the lineup, they didn't win. You know, that's all I could, you know, that's all I could look at. But um, that's an interesting pick. Seriously. I mean, you can't pick the Steelers. Pick anybody but the Steelers. Yeah. Who, who you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't think the Steelers make it to the Super Bowl. I do think we'll, we we play well and make the playoffs. But I, I I'm I'm really pushing all my chips in the middle, if you will. And, and, and I think Denver finds a way to get themselves there. I I, I just really do. Um, again, all for the past several years we've heard they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. Now you got yourself a bona fide. Hall of Famer, if you will, and Russell Wilson, you go out and and you bring in a coach in Nathaniel Hackett who has worked with legends at the position. You you have yourself receivers. You draft a running back and Javante Williams. Um, the defense is a year a year better. I, I think that 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 the Broncos get it done. Uh, the reason why I'm not picking the Chargers. Um, is because I I believe that the Chargers are a cursed team. I I really do. Like, they find, they invent ways to shoot themselves in the foot more times than anybody I can think of. Um, And everybody is falling in love with Justin Herbert, rightfully so, the brother's a beast. But ultimately, I I think that the the Denver Broncos um, keep the trend going, if you will. Look, the, the past three years, Tom Brady... New team wins the Super Bowl. Last year, Matthew Stafford, new team wins the Super Bowl. Uh, Russell Wilson, you're up. Go get some Super Bowl for the, for the Denver Broncos. Wow. I, you know, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I, the, the receivers got to stay healthy. Judy has the injury, right? And then I think um, Sutton, too. So if they're healthy. They're they're there. They're they're right there with a lot of teams. I just I hope they can stay healthy because I, I like Tim Patrick. But if you're relying on him to be your number one, then you know that's not what you signed him up for. That's why you drafted Judy and company. But it's an interesting pick. Uh, Harvey, Mr. Harvey, who do you like uh, to represent the AFC? Gun to your head. Right now, I'm going with TP, and that I I would say Buffalo. I think the interesting thing that is that. You know, all these division winners play each other, right? So we get to see Buffalo match up with Kansas City and uh, both these teams match up with Cincinnati. And at the end of the day, I think that this is going to make the difference 
on whether or not whether Tennessee wins that division other than Indianapolis because of uh, having to play all those first place teams. I just think that uh, you know I, I I think that because there are so many good teams in this division that we could see we could we could see that change right once we see these teams match up. But uh, if I had to pick right now, I would go with Buffalo. I mean, it's hard to pick against Buffalo. I really want to pick them. Uh, I think they've got the talent. I think this is it's time. It's time for, um, for 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 Josh Allen and company to put it together. I think they were they were what thirteen seconds away from from putting a, a, together a, a run. Um, but you know, it, to be the man, woo, uh, you know what a game that was. But I honestly, I. I I got to go against Sirius because that's what I'm supposed to do. It's it's the villain in me. I'm going to save the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. I think they got they're they're, some, they're really talented. Um, I like the pickups that they they made this off season, especially on the defensive side. Um, you know you know to go with uh, Joey Bosa, who's a beast. Um, Khalil Mack. I mean, you know they, I think they they locked up Derwin James to a long term extension. Who's currently so they got though. one of the best. Is he? I thought he was. I thought he was good. Khalil Mack is hurt right now. He's okay. Not All right. Well, I thought he was. <laughs> what happened? What happened? He's not practicing. He's not practicing right now. Oh, see, but you can't poo-poo me. I don't care. I don't care. I'm still picking him. I'm still picking him. <laughs> I don't care. And if I'm wrong, I'm. I'm. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm still right. I don't care. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm still right because I could have been wrong, but I was right. <laughs> That's right. Whatever you got to uh, tell yourself, they call me whatever you got to tell yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's right. You know, Fifty Cent movie <laughs> logic. You know, right, right there. But even if I was wrong, I was right because I could have been right, but I wasn't wrong. It was, you know, I remember the whole line. It was too much. It was deep. It was too deep for me. But uh, I like the Chargers. I think they're they're they're, they're really talented. I think they're sure enough. Listen, the defense is what let them down last year. They could score on anybody, but they couldn't stop anybody, and that was their big problem. I, I mean, Justin Herbert is is something special. I mean, it's like I don't really get. I didn't really get the chance to watch him a lot, and then I watch him just abuse my Giants, and then you could you see it. It's like, oh, oh, wow. Like you know what I mean? Like he, he, he the the ball just comes out of his hand. It just it just crisp. I like how Allen. I think I like Eckler in the backfield. I think he's dangerous. And he's a dual threat. Uh, Mike Williams. I, I they got talent on this team, but I wouldn't be surprised um, if Buffalo came out of there just because of all the talent and how they got to put everything together. So um, it's going to be a lot of fun. But I don't know if anybody wants to unpack anything else um, out here uh, in the AFC or, or what have you. I mean, you know, I, I'm looking at over unders. The, the Las Vegas, by the way, of Oakland Raiders. You know, eight and a half. You know, Dolphins eight and a half. I don't know. I I feel like I'd take the take the over on the Raiders, and I I want to say under on the Dolphins. I feel like they're an eight and nine team. I feel like they're just on that fringe. But um, you know, seven, Steelers seven and a half. I mean, Titans nine and a half. Interesting line. I mean, Browns eight and a half. Bengals nine and a half. Denver ten and a half. Uh, Colts nine and a half. You know, Chiefs are ten and a half, Chargers ten and a half. A lot of those teams are in that eight to ten range, 
which is very interesting. So it can kind of, it's that sandwich that you know, they can be, be slightly over, or slightly under. The only one that's like a little higher is the Bills at eleven and a half. The Baltimore Ravens are ten and a half, which is very interesting to me. So um, a lot of teams, like I said, in that eight to eight to ten range. So, um, but yeah, I mean, TP. Anybody? Anybody want to? You know. Throw something else on there before we get out of here. I just don't see all of that success that you guys see in Denver. I, I don't believe that, especially the way they looked out the gate. And I don't believe in that. They don't even have that no fly zone no more in their defense. I, I'm not too strong in Denver. I, I really, I really feel, especially from what I've seen so far, like nobody's impressed me first, second, or third level for them. And I think in a pass happy division. I think they're the least pass happiest, if that's the word I could use. Like, I feel like they're going to have to really re- rely on a balanced attack. It just can't be the run game trying to help Russ out. Russ don't have the same dynamic of receivers like a DK and Tyler compared to, like, Judy and company. Like, Judy's okay, but Judy's been off the field too. So I don't I don't see Denver being a threat to get to AFC championship, let alone a Super Bowl out the gate, I, there, there's nothing there to make me feel like that, especially defensively. That's the one thing I got left. Anybody want to respond? I mean, I, I, I agree. I think Judy's got to be healthy. If he's I not mean, healthy, this team's going to struggle a little bit. God, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, at the, at the end of the day, I mean, I, I, I can't knock him for having an opinion. I, I just, don't, I just don't happen to agree with it. When you start to look at how the Denver Broncos are currently constructed. And what they brought in this offseason, I, I honestly believe that, you know, again, if all things are created equal. Now, we're not talking about, you know, some injury to, to Russell Wilson or anything like that. If everything is created equal, if they roll the ball out right now and matched up man on man, I, I just believe that ultimately Russell Wilson with his championship DNA will find a way to, to get the Denver Broncos into and, and into a Super Bowl based off of everything created equal. Um, now again, CP does pose a difficult point. You know, when you start to look at injuries and things of that nature. Um, but ultimately, this is a marathon, not a sprint. I do believe that Nathaniel Hackett is a hell of a signal caller. Um, he is yet to be a head coach. This is his first time being a coach. But I do believe that at the end of the day, you can't put good on good and expect good not to play well. You know, you can't deny Russell Wilson is it, it, pretty good. Um, I, I And I, I just trust them. I've seen him do it more times than I've seen him not do it in the clutch. So, again, we're, this, this show's archive, you know what I'm saying, come, come February, you come back to it and look at it. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you know, if I, if I can't pick my Steelers, you know what I'm saying, I, I think the Denver Broncos are going to be the team that's going to come out and represent the AFC. I'll close with this. I'll close with this. Josh Allen is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. I can't argue against I think that. that. I, think, I cannot argue against I that. I can't argue with that. Can't argue with that. I just you just watch him and the things that he does. He's and how he's gotten so much better in the pocket from when he first came in the league as a running quarterback till now is just a, a testament to his work work ethic and, and everything. He's just. It, it, he's pound for pound as good as anybody in this league. I don't think he is the best but, in the league. I think he, but he's right there. I think he's an MVP candidate. I, I, I think he, I think he, he can get that MVP. My biggest issue, my biggest issue with Josh Allen 
is the fact that he's doing it by himself on that offense. He has no running game. His, his offensive line isn't that great at all. Um, he's doing it by himself. His offensive line is horrible. And he's, I mean, he's running the football. He's leading the team in rushing the past couple of years. So, if they, if but you said he's doing it by himself. It's like Diggs and them are and Gabriel Davis. I don't know if you watched that game against Kansas City. They should have won no, that no, game. No, they no, left first team second on the field. No, no, he meant running, 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 running. He don't have to. They got running back now, so we, we'll see now. We'll see. We'll see. We'll we'll see. They picked up Cook. They picked up Dalvin Cook's brother. Yeah, James. Okay, Cook. so he'll be hurt too then. So he'll be hurt too because Dalvin Cook is healthy. So why would brother? Oh, yeah. Don't draft him for fantasy Aww. if you can. You know, I, I am not. Because he'll, you know, I have I'm him last year for fantasy. I'm to my fade category. Yeah, exactly. I had him in. I had him for fantasy last year. He was good the first couple of games, and then there was that that next couple of games where he was hurt and I couldn't get his back up because people sniped me, jerks. And then my, my whole team was busted open because of that. And, and, and that's all it takes with Dalvin Cook. I can't stand him. I, he's a great running back, but that, oh, I can't stand him. But Devin Singletary is the, their lead guy. So, I mean, I just don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know not, if, not, if he's enough. No, he's not. No, he's not. They, again, they went out and drafted somebody. Devil Singletary is about to be supplanted. Trust me. That's the same thing I told you mm-hmm. last week about going people going out and picking Antonio Gibson and forgetting about Brian Robinson. Pay attention. Brian Robinson is yeah. about to take that job from Antonio Gibson, and Cook's about to take that job from Singletary. And McKissick is a better running back out of the backfield. So, I mean, Gibson, you know, he's an RB1, but he can quickly be an RB3 by the end of the season, especially right. if he doesn't stay healthy. Um, this thing has fantasy football lingo, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, listen, I, I, I like Buffalo's talent. I like bringing in O.J. Howard um, to, to, to be behind Knox. You know, I, I just – I like what they're doing. I really do think that they can put it together. I just – the running back scares me. I, I kind of agree with you, Sirius, but when you got Josh Allen back there throwing BBs, like, uh, you know, he – they they got guys that can stretch the field that he, if they, they have to put seven, uh, only seven in the box, they should be able to run them. So we'll see how that works out. But great show as always, guys. Uh, Chandler, thanks for calling in. It's two weeks in a row. I hope we make it a habit. I got I love listening to you, man. Give me a cl- give me a plug. Give me a close, and we get out of here. Hey, well, thanks, Todd, for reminding me. Cause you're for that. Um, as you, as always, I'm saying the same thing. 22 veterans commit suicide today. Um, if you know a veteran, if you are a veteran, uh, you just want to talk. It ain't got to be about you want to hurt yourself. You just need somebody to talk to. It ain't got anybody to talk to. Then dial 988 and take option one. Absolutely. Thank you for that, man. It's, it's real, man. It, you know, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, great hearing your voice, Jim. I love it. Serious. Um, I know you listen, we cooking man, we gotta start cooking uh cooking off some dishes for the football season, that free for all man. Let yeah, me know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, but, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but give me a plug and we get out of here, man. It's your boy Sarah dropping out four one two and the seven oh three man. Barry to let the cat out the bag, but building on the football show starting next Tuesday, your boy Sarah's and you know, if Barry's able to pop in, I know he's out there with his, with his son doing the football thing and everything, but your boy is going to be back in the building hosting the football show starting next Tuesday. All the preseason stuff will be done. 
final cut to be had, and now we just sit there like fat kids and wait for our plate come September 11th. So we're going to be breaking down some things, uh, be working with the, the people behind the scenes to kind of, you know, get that all worked out and put together for you, man. So definitely come back and talk football, man. It's going to be fun. Um, again, it's your boy, you know, doing that 412 and the 73, man. I, again, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys, man. I got a blog getting ready to drop uh, sometime later on this week talking about fantasy football. And then uh, we here as a collective will be breaking down divisions, man. So shout out to everybody who's going to be contributing to that. ATP, I know you don't write, but if you want to shout out, you know, give, talk about the NFC North, man. We, we got a spot for you, man. With that being said, your boy Sirius is gone, man. I'll be good. Yeah, definitely. I gotta do my I gotta do my article soon. I did some couple of fantasy articles, talk about some fades and stuff. Get out there to the website, uh sportscityshots.com go read that. More content's coming on the way. Football season is upon us. Uh favorite time of the year. Uh, definitely rest in peace to uh quarterback Len Dawson, co- former quarterback of the Chiefs, won the Super Bowl number four. Uh he passed away uh, you know, today, uh, earlier today, so uh rest in peace to him. I definitely want to get that out there. But, yeah, listen, uh, Mike, thank you for calling in. I know he dropped off. He's in a bad area, but we always appreciate him. Uh, I can't do the the whatever. I can't do it. I I don't want to disrespect it, but, you know, he he does it it so phenomenally out there uh, down south in the bayou. So, uh, shout out to him. Uh, Listen, another great show. Thank you guys for, uh, for calling in. TP, you know what to do. Get us out of here, big bro. Yo, if y'all don't know, Connecticut is out here doing work right now. Shout out to the Connecticut son. Go ahead, girls, man. Bring something back. Or, you know, not just yet, but let's get out of Texas and win this series and go up against Chicago and bust these girls, man, even though I love Candace Parker with my heart, Tennessee ball forever. Um, shout out to everybody that's been contributing. Um, series, don't make me come at you with some facts about Sports City. Don't make me do it. Don't make me come for you. And already we beefing <laughs> after this Sunday, too. You know it's on the Sunday, too, so... Yo, just like oh, yeah, they did on just like they did on Biggie's first album called Ready to Die. Yo, you got a red dot on your forehead. Yo, you got a red <laughs> dot on your forehead too. Oh man. That's how I feel about you right now. So don't, 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 don't try to send no don't try to send no messages to me. Don't try to don't try to send no messages to me. Yo, if y'all if y'all wanna if y'all wanna get if y'all wanna get involved in some fantasy football, let me know. I got a fantasy football league popping off. It's a buck and not one dollar yeah, to get involved. In. So so oh well, you gotta jump into the barbershop. They'll we'll take that and make that happen for show. I need to get all of this this villain money and, and I don't know serious tighter than a um a crackhead hair weave. So I don't know if he gonna get involved. But you already know I how this go down. Leads, man. I'm in ten leagues. Uh, yeah, and you never and you ten, never join yeah. nothing that's affiliated with the barbershop or sports city, exactly. man. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I, I know why you're doing this. I know. I, I know why you do this because we we dark skin. We we dark skin and you light skin. I get it. I get it. I understand what's happening. Wow. Wow. It's the, it's the so, way of the world. Can I get my clothes out, please? I, I didn't interrupt nobody oh, when they clothes out. I didn't interrupt Barry. I didn't interrupt <laughs> Chandler. I didn't interrupt Siri. They always want to interrupt me. When I start going, everybody want to jump in. Me, 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 me. No, 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 no. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. No, no, enough. Let me do my thing. Like Buster said, watch me get down. 
and do my thing. Okay, so this this is how it go down. You know, if y'all want to, y'all there's multiple ways to get at me. If not, y'all can hit me at sportscitychefs at gmail dot com. I get all the emails too. We can pass the word around, get this thing taken care of. The league draft is taking off, I think, this weekend. So make sure you get that to me as soon as possible. We got shows on deck. We got the uh, blogs coming back around too. These guys got their mojo back, baby. Oh. Behave. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. City chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon. They well in tune, blown like a flower in June. Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom. So tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again. Pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, you, Chef, you. Sports City, Sports City, Chef, you, Chef, you. Yeah. Cabby. Todd. <laughs> Woo! Connecticut. Uh.